welcome to the Crone Zone. My name is Annie Conboy and I'm a medium and psychic and I hope that you'll enjoy the second series episode one podcast that I'm about to share with you. It's been a little bit of time since I last uh, did a series. Uh, I did an episode at Christmas which was focused on moving us forward and looking to the new year. Because boy, what a year it's been. We're fast approaching an almost 12 month restriction, lockdown retreat, uh, call it what you will. And for many of us, it's been a time of deep reflection, a time to find out what we're made of, a time to find out what lurks inside us and a time to explore our intuition and our psychic ability to perhaps make those connections with our guides and inspirers, the non-physical beings who help us to get through these tough days. Because for sure, this pandemic has brought a lot to the surface things that we have to think about, things that we're going to have to deal with in order to get the world back to a little bit more of what we were used to. But perhaps what we were used to wasn't the best after all. And there's an opportunity for us to change it up a little bit, to do things differently, to use this time of reflection, this time of asking questions, this time of noticing, seeing the world as it really is, in order to make some changes and perhaps to bring in some aspects of living that make a better world for all of us. I've been exercised by this question these past months, this idea, how do we make it better? What do we do differently? And one of the things my guides take me back to, and I love them for it, is the purpose that we came in for. I've done a podcast already about light workers, indigos and crystal vibrational people. Um, a reminder that maybe we came in in batches, in groups to vibrate together to change the energy flow of the world. For sure, we are reaping the whirlwind of the energy choices of the people who've gone before us. The karma we inherit belonging to Mother Earth is the karma of energy created prior to us even being here. And yes, with past lives, we probably did have a hand in that karmic energy flow. But nothing perhaps prepared us for the reality of following on the energy flow of two major world wars, of an industrial revolution that upended the norms and the perceptions of the world. The life of science and rationality and logic that we entered into 250 years ago the ideas that shifted about 
what it means to be a human being. The introduction of psychology, the idea of the science of the mind. And as I've already said, two really huge wars that involved the world, that brought everybody into the energy of aggression and violence. I'm not forgetting, more strikingly, that after the end of the First World War, we had a major flu pandemic. Now, we haven't had a war to bring this pandemic pandemic forward, at least not in the recent past. But I wonder sometimes what we've inherited in the energy from that Second World War. What has driven us, what has changed and whether anything has in fact changed. What I'm certain of when I talk to my guides and inspirers is that we are on a process of releasing that energy, of looking at that karma and rebalancing it. And to do so, we've chosen to come in with specific purpose. And we've chosen to come in at specific times to make sure we deliver on that purpose. And the light workers who came in, in from the um, late 50s up to the 70s were here to light the energetic fuse, to get us on a slow burn, a slow burn on many fronts, one of which was healing, healing all of the residue that the privations of war had on humanity. And also to encourage us to start to be thinkers, to encourage us to be questioners. Many light workers through the 60s and on into the 70s and 80s are the people who raised the questions first, who asked, is this right? Is this the way we want to go on? Does this fit? The light workers may have followed along serving the system, but, and that's the important thing, but, the light workers were committed to change, but change from within the existing structures, from the systems that we already had. So many light workers have spent their life in service working in the systems, trying to change those systems, trying to help them be more responsive to the energies that we need to share co compassion and kindness. As I say, the light workers lit the fuse, a slow burning fuse that inspired the generations of indigos. The light workers hold the world steady hold the structures steady enough while the indigos get on with their work because we can't collapse the system without having something better, another structure that is kinder and more loving to put in its place. And the indigos are the fireworks. They're the fireworks that will rattle and shake the structures. 
the indigos serve outside the system, saying this system isn't good enough. This system is misshaped and wrong and this system does not suit humanity's needs. And I, I always make I find that makes me smile, the idea that we've got the light workers inside trying to hold the system and the structures steady enough but fluid enough to change. And the indigos on the outside rattling the doors and saying come on open up and change open up and change and for both it can be very frustrating as the fireworks are popping off as the indigos are saying this is not acceptable the light workers are busy busy saying it'll have to do for now <laughs> it'll have to do for now we need more help on the inside come inside and help us to reform and reshape. And then we get to the crystals. The crystals who come along and are coming from the, the year 2000, who just say, what a lovely display of fireworks. <laughs> the crystals who just love that we're trying our best but not quite making it. The crystals who aren't yet fully in their powers yet, who haven't started to really influence in the ways that they are able to influence. We have some leading lights amongst the crystals, but believe you me, those crystals are an army of leading lights. And the crystals very cheerfully say, what system? They're not interested in the system. They're not bothered about the structures because all they're interested in is love and humanity getting itself to a position where what we do and the ways that we care for each other and protect each other fit with that loving, compassionate vibration. And yes, there are some outspoken, perhaps fiery crystals too. Not all crystals are soothing and calm, but that's their nature to look at it and say, life is good, life is lovely. Why do you think that there's a system anyway? Because life is uncertain and what we have is love and hope and forgiveness and gratitude and ultimately service to each other. What a wonderful energy to be going forward with. How delightful to be growing into an ascension that's all about love, all about deconstructing the way that we see the world and asking us to look again to remind us that the only structures there are, systems that there are, are the ones that we place on ourselves. Those limitations, those restrictions. And maybe this is also part of the karmic flow. That all that heavy, low vibrational karmic res residue that finds its way to us doesn't have to be passed on. What we're capable of, 
what we're so capable of is stepping outside of that karma of acknowledging that what was created in our past has been a bitter divide and an absence of love that's greater and deeper every single day. And now, as we reach the jump off point with the ascension process, now it's time to recognise what it is we're actually here for and to play our part in holding the structure till the new structure can be manifested but holding the love that's in the structure not the greed and the ambition not the disdain and um, ridicule of others holding the light recognizing reminding ourselves everyone is equal making sure that if it's our job to launch the fireworks that we do so in the most effective and spectacular and awesome ways if it's our job to bring in the love the wonderful crystals letting them see that they don't have to choose the low vibrational path that might be the inheritance we've got from our ancestors but in and amongst that we've also got that very firm commitment that emerged that never again must we put the world through such an horrendous aggressive violent phase and that we have to start tackling why we feel obliged or why we feel that it's acceptable to take out our differences on each other with bombs and guns. Why we can't use the wisdom of our words, use the shared common humanity to bring ourselves together round a table and recognise that when we lash out and hurt one person, we're hurting ourselves too. We're creating another karmic debt for our children's children to pay. Sometimes it takes a long time for karma to return. It's not always back instantly because it's filtered through the energy system of all of the human beings on the planet and the planet itself. It takes time sometimes for that butterfly flapping its wings to make a hurricane happen. But this is the impact if we don't consider our karma, if we don't consider that we have opportunities as light workers, indigos and crystals to operate in a very different way. Karma is about the patterns you set for yourself in the past. But we know, we absolutely know that we don't have to play out the pattern. <laughs> that saying, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got. We can break free of that. We are 
sentient thinking beings, we're feeling beings. If we engage with emotional and energetic intelligence, if we recognize the karmic flow that's washing over us, then we can change that flow. Which is why the crystals are very content in saying what system, because they know very clearly that their mission is to rebuild a human race that connects empathically, intuitively, connects through emotions, through love, not through fear or hatred or anger, but those vibrations that help us to see the greatest good in each other. It's not always easy to hold yourself together when the karmic flow washes over you. It's very tempting to go back and say, they did this and they did that, and to weigh in on the difficulties and the low vibration, to get sucked into that spiral of, we can never make it any better, of defeating ourselves before we've started. God bless the indigos for the fireworks in those moments. Goddess bless the light workers for holding the energy steady, for keeping the nurturing flow as even and as smooth as possible. We came in as spirit beings with the backgrounds the karmic residues, the wisdoms of past lives, to know what our calling was and what we needed to deliver on. We might have found that it was a bit harder than we thought because being here and being human tends to hide and dull the spirit perceptions, which is why there's a big call for us all to open up to our intuitive side and our intuitive senses to get on board with being this wonderful composite of a physical, solid-ish human being with this marvellous, marvellous aura of energy that reaches out across the world. So we're uniquely equipped, whether we're a light worker, an indigo or a crystal, we have the past life wisdom that we can plug into to help us to deliver what we're here to do. And it's easy, really, to access that wisdom if you use this retreat, this time out of the world, to go within, to find that little quiet voice murmuring in your heart, trying to remind you what you came here for, trying to help you to see all the experience, all the wisdom, everything, every lesson learned that you've brought in in order to stand your ground, to be the fullest, completest spirit within a human body that you can be. And that's why when I think about 
the COVID pandemic situation, I can't help but feel that as spirits, we all planned this together. That we said we need a pause. We need some way to start seeing the reality of how we relate to one another as human beings. To notice and to record the absence of love that happens every second of every day. The cruelties that we don't even notice we're performing because we believe that we've got privilege and right on our side. The entitled human being rather than the humble recognizer that we are all in it together. So it is a tough time, but it is a time to help you to make your mission clearer, to do your spiritual exercise in the gym, <laughs> to open up your intuition, to get connected to your guides and to be able to bring forward as much light as you can. I know that if every single light worker, indigo and crystal uses this time wisely to discover what they're passionate about, what they want to change, how they want to assist the whole of humanity. We can come out the other side of this situation with a new vision, a vision that's unified and it's about unity. It's a word much spoken at the moment, much spoken. But unity doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen when we aren't clear-sighted. That's what clairvoyance is, clear sight. When we ignore the ills of this world, when we try to keep structures in place that are really, really the worst things we could have. We have to reimagine we have to reimagine ourselves and then we can reimagine the world. That's the task that underpins everything that indigos, crystals, lightworkers are trying to do. We're trying to serve for the greater good of humanity. We're trying to bring a new beginning, something that has a place and a space and acknowledgement of all of our talents and abilities. That's not going to be easy to hold that vision, to keep pressing and questioning and pushing for that vision and to bring in enough love to make sure that the vision comes in. Loving our mission loving each other, loving ourselves, to let ourselves speak truth to power, to let ourselves go out into the world and share our insight and our view, 
to be open to the fact that not everyone will agree. To understand that we have to start creating a better karmic flow. Not just for our children, but our children's children's children. What do we want them to inherit in 250 years time? How do we want them to experience their world? We're the pioneers of change. It is a frontier to be explored, to be mastered, not conquered, but to be embraced. And this stems from right now recognising that we are given time to think and to work it out. And that no matter how long the lockdown or the retreat or the COVID situation lasts, we have a big opportunity to make things different, to make things positive in our changes. And we have to let the indigos firework. The light workers will hold it steady so that the crystals can enjoy the display and the crystals can take the, the challenge on because they're the ones who will build the new world. They're coming into their power in 2025. They are the ones who will make us really understand we've got to come from a place of love. Not by fear, not by imposing, not by authoritarian measures, just by loving us all and doing something really special. Something I call more in sorrow than in anger. It's a wonderful tactic if you can use it to learn about yourself. I will come back to more in sorrow than in anger. But for now, I just want to leave you with that inspiration. We are the change that needs to happen. We have that change within us. Use this time to change you because that is the way we will bring forward a better world. Thank you for listening.